Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. This is Taylor Thomas, KJ Reed, and Jessica Miller. We're so excited to have you guys with us today. Since it is the new year, we're going to be talking about healthy habits and things that we can do to pay attention to our emotional health and to keep ourselves healthy. So we have talked about some things that we do in our personal lives that allow us to stay on track and to pay attention to our mental health. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this because I think it's so important to figure out what things we specifically can do to keep ourselves mentally healthy. And I think that's different for everybody. So I'm really excited to see what you guys say your habits are. Yeah, we tried to come up with like more out of the box habits, I guess. Mm -hmm. We're not just going to tell you to like, think positive or something so <laughs> although that's some, like, like good you know but although that is good. no but we're gonna try and give you some like concrete tips of like here's what you can do and hopefully uh, one or two of them vibe with you and then you can try them out this year well i'll start with one of mine this is an idea that i feel like i read somewhere in like a reader's digest like oh, maybe yes. in a doctor's Quality. office somewhere. <laughs> I don't exactly Where know. else do they have readers digest? Yeah. I mean, really. I don't know. I think I've, I've heard this idea a couple of places. But anyways, I heard it, thought it was interesting, and have tried it. And I really love it. So it's a laughter journal. So instead of doing like a typical daily journal about your day, uh, or like a gratitude journal, it is specifically about things that made you laugh. So you just sit down at the end of the day and write down the one or two things that made you laugh. And I love that because it's so fun to go back and read it because then you laugh again when you remember yes. those things. And I don't, I should probably get like an actual journal, like a hard copy journal for it, but I just have like a note on my phone where. Mm -hmm. I just have it all written out because, I mean, I generally have my phone with me most of the time. And if I'm kind of feeling like a little down or something, I can pull up that note and just laugh about yeah. some of those things. So this morning I was minimizing and I found this stuff from like 10 years ago. And it basically was like a laughter journal. I used to take care of these kids and I wrote down some of the things that they said it was like such a joy reading back through them. And I was dying of laughter alone in my bedroom. But it really is like I can see how valuable that would be to come back and be like, oh, my gosh, that was really funny. Because you don't really remember the times that you laugh unless it's yeah. like you peed your pants. Then you remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I really have a hideous laugh as well. Yep. Have do you, it. Just have do you. it right now. Show us. Sometimes. <laughs> You guys both have unique laughs, actually, when you get going. <laughs> so true. <laughs> One day it will be recorded. Oh, gosh. I yes. hope not. Everyone would unsubscribe so quickly. But, yeah, my laugh is really, it's 
like the word I use to describe it really is alarming. Um, and it's like the things that make me, yeah, the thing it's like a, like a pterodactyl is dying is kind of what it sounds like. I wish I could say that it isn't, but it is like scary almost like, it's like surprises you when you hear it. The things that get me to that point are things that aren't really funny to other people. So a lot of times I'm laughing alone or it's so random that I think it's funny that I'm just you know, dying over it. So when I write down those things, they're really funny to read back because a lot of times when I read them back, they're not going to be funny to anybody but me. So it really is fun to just have a journal of all those moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's like, why is laughter helpful for our mental health? You know, it's because it like gives us perspective. It grounds us. It takes us out of the current situation that we're in. It allows us to see things in a different way. So that's my habit number one. Mm. I love it. So my habit number one is to read books. So I am a voracious reader. Oh, great vocabulary. Yeah, that's where you got you. that vocabulary. I can tell. It is exactly where I, where I did. Um, yeah, so I read a lot. And I like Goodreads, the, the app where you can set a goal for yourself for the year. And so then I have to like... I get like really into it and like making sure I'm on track and stuff. It's super exciting. But for me, reading is a lot like laughter. It's a good release. It's a good distancing technique from my own life where I can choose what I want to engage in. So if I want to read something dramatic, I get a dramatic book. If I want to read something funny, I get a funny book. And then I can kind of work through whatever emotional state I need to but in a more healthy way because I also watch a lot of Netflix and that makes me feel like my brain is melting whereas reading a book I feel like I am getting smarter and learning something it's just like a different feeling for me Mm -hmm. but I love it because you can connect to characters you can connect to authors and you can realize that like it's really releasing and freeing so I get obsessed not to mention when you finish a book you're like I am so impressive (laughs) I just finished a book I'm freaking Even amazing. Like, you like, we read books all the time, but it's like every time you finish one, it's like so satisfying. It's worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or listening, audiobooks, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a good way to purposely get yourself out of your own mind and take a break from life in a way that's healthier than completely numbing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are a lot of people who say they don't like to read. But, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe what I would say to those people is maybe just haven't found the right genre for you or the right kind of book. Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who really thought she didn't like reading, like she'd never read. And I gave her a book once and then she just started reading a ton. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think just give it a try. And if you're a student and you've been in school for 20 years (laughs) and you feel like you hate reading, try reading something for fun. That it's not a textbook and not it's because just like you have light to. and simple. Yeah. Yeah. I like the things I read for fun, I mean, are probably honestly a little bar- embarrassing. Like they're not very intellectual. My mom's in a book club mm-hmm. and she reads very intellectual books. And then, well, the books I pick are always just like YA, like science fiction <laughs> novels. Yeah, I yes. love that. Like yes. anything that's written for a teenager is written for me, really. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm all about that. So keep exploring. Find find your niche, what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That would be a good goal for the year. 
So let's see. One of mine that I've done for a really long time now on and off is yoga. So I love yoga. I mean, I grew up doing a ton of sports, but then I really needed to settle into something that was going to ground me. And yoga is really great because there's so many different levels. Like you can go into a beginner level yoga class and you have you don't have to have any experience with that. It really clicked for me because yoga is hard, but it clicked so for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were like all in a yoga class together. Oh, my gosh. We? Yeah. In college. <laughs> Wait, no, I wasn't in that class. You didn't go to that. Yeah. Wait, you were in the Zumba class. We were all in the Zumba class. <laughs> I don't think you were. <laughs> I'm just like projecting all of my experiences in a yoga class and being oh, like, oh, yeah, that was super oh, hard. I remember, I remember hearing about the class so much that it feels like it. Was yeah. Like- you know what? That's true. We were all like complaining so hardcore because our teacher was gnarly. But yeah, so I like just getting into yoga. And the reason that I needed to get into yoga is because I was having a lot of health problems and health difficulties. And I was really getting down on my body and what it was capable of and what I felt like my body should be doing. So I was judging my body a whole lot, like having a really hard time with my limitations, not understanding it, not being grateful to my body at all and kind of hating it. And I remember laying in the yoga class one afternoon and um, we were at the very end. It's the best part of the yoga class where you lay on your back in the dark and do nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Close your eyes. And then the teacher talks to you and helps you with affirmations. But she said, she said, okay, now I want you to take a moment and thank your body for everything that it does for you. And at first I rejected that thought because I was like, my body doesn't do anything good for me. Like it doesn't do this and it doesn't do this. And it's really let me down and betrayed me. But then I pushed that thought out. And then I started thinking about what my body does for me, like my feet and how they let me walk and my arms, how they let me grab things and how it moves me from place to place and just the simplest things. And so that's really what yoga is about for me. It's about focusing on my body and what it allows me to do and allows me to accomplish. And it kind of helps me when I'm having a difficult time with my limitations. Yeah. Like having gratitude for your body is a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So super awesome. Yoga is the one of the top three ways to deal with trauma as well. Mm-hmm. So, so jump on it. Jump on it. Jump so good. everyone. Because <laughs> if it's good for trauma, it's good for all of us. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. we all have some level of trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even touch my toes. So shout out to all you yogis. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so hardcore. Yeah. Gosh. It's amazing what people can do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just shows us how important our physical health is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And to jump off that point you just made, Taylor, I was thinking about that. Our physical health is so important to our mental health because of that brain-body connection. And so just another, like, physically healthy habit I have that I feel like does help my mental health is I just try to stay hydrated. Our brain is an organ that can't store water. So it's almost like we're kind of constantly. I s- felt so sad for my brain in that I moment. I know. I'm so sorry. I that was that so weird. Like you do yeah. so like, much. Oh, sorry, brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if your your brain's dehydrated, that affects not only like the size of it, but also just how it's functioning. Our body loses like 80 ounces of water every day. So if you think about it. Are you drinking? I hold on to that water. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are you drinking 80 ounces or more every day? 
I would no. suggest that no. most people are not. Basically, what I do is I just have a water bottle with me all the time. College, you always had yeah. a water bottle with you. Yeah, it's been it's something that I do when I'm bored. Just drink water if I'm trying to stay awake during work. That sounds so bad. Then I'll sip on some water. If I'm hungry and I can't have food for a while, I'll drink some water. So something easy you can do to stay hydrated, I would say, is just start your morning off with drinking a glass of water. Like have that be the first thing you do in the morning. It'll get your brain moving. It'll hydrate you. You'll feel good. So Mm -hmm. That's a great habit. Agreed. So that was random. I'm going to jump into my other habit that I had (laughs) thought of. So my second habit that I feel like really helps with my mental health, and this sounds silly, but it's making a to-do list. Mm -hmm. It really is. I'm all about that to-do list. I'm all about checking off those little boxes because one, I think it helps you feel accomplished. And two, if you write it down, you're more likely to remember to do it. For so, sure. So every Sunday night, usually, I will get out my planner. I do like bullet journaling. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but it's kind of like you create yeah. your own format planner type Whatever of thing. You want it to look yeah. Like, yeah. And so I'll make a to-do list and just for the week. And then sometimes I'll go through the days and say when I'm going to do things. But I will put on there sometimes seemingly insignificant tasks because I know that it will remind me to do them. But I also know that I'm going to feel accomplished if I do them. Mm-hmm. So so if I'm at a low point and I just need to feel like I'm accomplished or motivated, I will put down just tons of little things like showering <laughs> Go mm-hmm. to the food store. Do you guys call it the food store? No, we don't. No. We call it the grocery store. There yeah. is a grocery store. I don't know what a food store is, but <laughs> it's the store with all the food. It totally oh, makes okay. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intuitive when you think about yeah. it. So uh, yeah, I guess I can understand yeah. what you mean. I have a really hard time getting myself to the food store, so I totally put that I on my to do list. Because it's yeah. the worst. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys remember this about me in college. This was kind of neurotic of me, actually. I don't know if I recommend this, but at the beginning of the semester, I would write down every assignment and test. No, and I date. remember. I, I was good that. when you said to do this. I was like, <laughs> she's been doing this forever because she would write down every single thing for the whole semester and then cross it off as we went. And yeah, half the time, that's the only way I knew. I sat behind her and I would look at that freaking list at the beginning of the semester <laughs> so and I'd be like, oh my God, so it's big. so big. We're right. going to die. No. But then I at the end of the like, semester, KJ, what do I have to do? Yeah. When it's all checked off, mm, oh, it feels no good. better feeling. Boom. So Boom, big. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, to-do list, and you can make it however, like for me, weekly works. My husband does it daily, just mm-hmm. has a little notebook, and he writes out the days and the things he needs to do each day and just helps us stay on track with what we need to do because I think it's so easy to just get distracted. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't write things down, I'm going to get distracted by everything else. Mm-hmm. social media, Netflix, whatever it is, like I'm I'm not going to have it on my brain. So that just helps okay. me stay organized. When I'm organized, I feel less stressed and when I'm less stressed, I just feel happier. 
generally. Yeah. So when it's easy, yeah. like you said, it's easy to get distracted, but it's also easy to get discouraged. Like yeah, I remember having right. so many clients that were coming in for depression and they were like, Taylor, like I can't even get out of bed. Like, and I need mm-hmm. to do all these things. Like, what am I going to do? But they were so discouraged because they were feeling so hopeless and so worthless. And so we we would do exactly what we were saying. We'd create these lists. I'd be like, well, let's create a, a to-do list. And so they'd always start with really lofty Huge tasks. Huge things. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to cook dinner every night. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I don't do that ever. I've never done all of those yeah. things. Yeah. So I'd be like, we're going to create a list of things that you already do. And they were mm-hmm. like, why would I do that? I'm like, because we need you to feel like a success. Like, yep. then you're going to feel great. You're and winning. so after weeks yep. and weeks of winning, then they felt like they were more prepared to add more challenging tasks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I remember when I was in therapy, Elliot and I actually went to therapy together before we got married, when we were engaged. It was awesome. Recommended. Recommended. Yeah, everybody. do that. Yeah, if you need a healthy habit and you're engaged, do it. So I remember the therapist being like, so I made this to-do list and then I came home and I didn't get anything done. And she's like, do you know what I realized? And I was like, "Uh, that you didn't get anything done. She goes, no, that I put too much on my plate for that day. And she's like, and so Mm -hmm. I made it easier the next day. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was such a novel concept. Like, oh, I don't have to have all of these perfectionistic goals. I can just adjust my to-do list to what I am actually capable of. And maybe I have one thing that I'm pushing towards, but the other things I realize that they are within my capability of doing, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Cause yeah. then you're regularly getting that confidence of, Oh, I'm productive and I'm doing stuff. Cause you're moving through mm-hmm. that list every week. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Okay. So my next habit is being purposeful and scheduling time with your friends. I am one of those people who has a lot of friends who are old friends. I don't have a lot of friends who are like, hey, I see you every day and we just hang out and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be very purposeful in creating time to spend with my friends. And that has been the most helpful thing for me is to be like, hey, I text my friends. We're all very busy between some of them having kids, a lot of us working you know, I don't know. What else do people do with their life other than who knows? Think. Go to the food <laughs> store. We're all busy. They somehow. go to the food store. They That's do. what they do. They're like, sorry, time. I can't hang out. I have to go to the food store. But honestly, we schedule time like up to a month in advance to make sure that we can all reserve that time and be there and be together. And that has been so valuable for me because then I also have something to look forward to for a week or two. And then I know that I'm going to be able to talk through some stuff, have fun, laugh, come home and go on with my life and feel a lot better after I do that. But for me, if you're finding that like, oh, I feel isolated or I feel lonely because I'm not spending time with friends, start planning it out a little bit ahead of time. Like, okay, when are you free in the next three weeks? And it's Mm -hmm. not that unreasonable because then you know that you have it and you have that time with them. And so it's really helpful. The other thing that I have loved that helps with being connected to friends is the Marco Polo app. Yeah. Most of this podcast has been done on the Marco Polo app. Yeah, <laughs> true. So, that's just how it goes. But I find that it's so easy to check in with friends and just have like a quick conversation or connection mm-hmm. that way. And so if I'm like bored and I'm feeling lonely, I can talk to KJ and Taylor mm-hmm. and have a quick conversation 
And then when I'm not bored, I don't do that. And I check in when I am, you know, but it's nice because then I have regular times with my friends where I'm feeling connected because I think as an adult, it's so easy to just get isolated into your small little world of like me and my husband or me and my roommate or Mm -hmm. me and my work friends, but that's it. Whereas I really have to be purposeful in planning time because it just brings me more joy. Yeah. Well, and Jessica, I love that you brought that up because you are an introvert. So this is like something you are doing because, you know, you might have to push yourself a little bit to do that, but you know, the end goal is going to be awesome. If it was just up to me on a Thursday, I'd be like, I'm not calling anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But if I like have plans for a Thursday, I'm like, oh, great. I get to see my friend tonight and that's going to be super fun. Mm -hmm. Even though like right before I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go up there. But it always turns. I I am old enough to know that I will always be glad when I go. Mm-hmm. You have enough evidence. <laughs> yes, <telling> exactly. <laughs> I've had enough interactions with my friends to know that I enjoy seeing them. Yeah. Well, and as important, like Jessica just said, as important as it is to spend time with your friends and have that, it's also important to spend time by yourself. And so for me, I've recognized that I'm, you know, I'm a mom and that's like my big season in life right now. And I have like two little kids and I'm, and neither of them are in all day school. So I'm rarely alone. Like I always have, I always have little people with me and, and I'm an extrovert and I get energy from people. That's where my energy source usually comes from, but I'm rarely alone. And then if I'm not with my kids and I'm with my husband. And so I've recognized in the last few years that for me, having alone time is really important. And so this last year, the way that I decided to meet that need for my emotional health was I bought a movie pass. This was like back when movie passes were like super legit. They're not doing too hot right now, but they were like, yeah. It was like, man, it was a deal. It was a thing, though. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. a thing. Yeah, it had so a I, and it was like, it had its season. Yeah, yeah. So I like got one, and it was when you could see a movie like however many times you wanted, whenever you wanted. So what I started doing was on Saturday mornings, when Logan wasn't working, I would buy a ticket for a nine o'clock movie. And so I buy the ticket for the movie. I would nine a.m. Nine a.m. Everybody, yeah. Let's not p.m. We're not talking about the nine p.m. when most go to the movie. (laughs) I'm talking about nine. Nope, it's just Taylor. Yes, I would get up. I take a shower. I'd go to this awesome bakery and get some really tasty treats and I would sneak them into the theater because I'll do that for the rest of my life. And then I would watch like a movie and you guys, I'm not even talking like a really great movie that you're like, I'm so glad I saw that. I saw some pretty bad movies, just like (laughs) funny, bad movies. They weren't even good, but it was all about like taking that time for myself, being alone, nourishing myself and being just in that moment. And then when I came home, I was like, children i've missed you so much and i would just have like a different i love you You guys are pretty awesome you know and then i was able to like go and have some time but i think it is important to find things and jessica mentioned this earlier find things that fill you up in your alone time so like you're able to go and fill your cup and feel good about that and feel comfortable being by yourself like you don't have to it doesn't have to be lonely when you're alone So finding things that make you feel good. Yeah, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of getting yourself some 
nice pastries and stuff before going. That sounds amazing. I looked forward. One time I was 15 minutes late to a movie because I needed to make my detour to this Taiwanese bakery. It was just like, oh, you guys, what? We took you. We did go and it was so good. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I understand that. Need. Yeah. So something that made me think of is you you know that you've reached adulthood and being somebody who just doesn't care what other people think when you go to a movie alone with your treats and you do not care oh, at yeah. all that you are there alone. Yes, I learned this from my sister. My sister was like the original and she'd been doing this for like a decade. She would go to movies by herself all the time and not like, oh, I have no one to go with, but I really want to see this movie. She was like, I'm going alone. I don't need you suckers. And she would do this. And I judged her. I was like, how can you do that? Like, I can't do that. And now I've arrived. I'm there. I'm there. there. It's so nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a different purpose. Next level. You guys. I really need to I try that. It. I'm for sure going oh. to try that. Oh, I did do a few movies alone with the movie pass, and it was nice. I yes. have to say, I would also sneak in treats. So yeah, yeah. not as delicious of treats though, but like just candy. Yeah, and we all have our thing. Well, we hope you enjoyed our healthy habits. You know, Mm -hmm. these are things that we just feel like help our mental health because that's the goal, right? Keep working Mm -hmm. on yourself every day so that you're feeling good in your body and your mind and with people around you. So hopefully something in there resonated that you want to try. And let us know your guys' healthy habits. When we post this, we'll be asking for them on our Instagram. So let us know because we want to share all of this with everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. See ya. Ta-ta. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Vrijic from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us. Bloopers. Bloopers. I hope one of the <laughs> movies you saw was The Meg. Oh, I definitely saw that. Well, yeah, no, no, no. You guys let me, were raving about it. Correct you. I saw that with Logan on a date night. We chose to go see that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. How good yeah. a bad movie is every once in a while, you know? And a giant prehistoric shark. If you haven't seen it, look into it. You don't know. It's a it's a thrill ride. You don't know if it is a tragedy, a comedy, a romance, a uh-uh. drama. You have no idea the whole time. And then at the end, you realize it's every genre. <laughs> <laughs> it ticks all of the boxes. Yes. You guys are the best. See you later. Oh my gosh, who did you just sound like? You sounded like Oh, oh Jack Nicholson. You just sounded like Jack Nicholson to oh, me. What an honor. See you later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Like just staying dehydrated. Um <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's good for you. Recommending to you guys right now. <laughs>